More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Hey, how about this? For the first time ever, the Defense Department is allowing hundreds of recruits to join without a waiver who've been diagnosed with attention deficit disorder. Wow. I mean, think of the new slogan they could have. If it's good enough for the commander-in-chief, it's good enough for us. I don't know, I'm just thinking. Thinking out loud for a new Army slogan there. Hi, everybody. Jason Lewis here, otherwise known as the talk show host, formerly known as Congressman Jason Lewis, in for the dynamic duo today. The truth of the matter is Clay and Buck are stranded in the Cincinnati airport, and they couldn't get to the studio. No, that's not true, really, at all. But this crazy travel uh chaos from the cyclone bomb don't you love how the mainstream media the democrat media complex i used to call it in the halls of congress do you not love how they are trying to turn these winter storms and trust me i'm in the middle of them uh into a global warming debate and so all of these airlines are canceling all these flights and everybody's stranded giving i'll be home for christmas a whole new meaning i'll see you in a couple of weeks uh, it is a disaster out there, and it has very little to do with extraordinarily cold weather. It was colder when I was a kid in the 60s and 70s than it is now. The temperature fluctuates, you see? See how that works? Oh, come on now. That's that's the temperature. That's not the climate. Don't you know what the difference is? The dirty little secret is if you get enough temperature data, it becomes the climate, but they don't want to go there because they can't put out their narrative. I'll get into that a little later. It wasn't just... But what, a few decades ago when Time Magazine had a headline called The Big Freeze, and NOAA, the National Oceanic Atmospheric Administration, predicted that the frigid weather would continue, quote, the chilling pronouncement of NOAA's senior climatologist is, the forecast is for no change. And you know what their solution was, by the way, for the big chill in the 1970s? We were going to go into the next ice age was to ban the internal combustion engine. <laughs> I, I kid you not. The more things change, the more they stay the same. But I, I do want to give a shout out to all those poor travelers out there trying to get through all of this. I'm just trying to think if we had 
has, if we had the same sort of protocol at the border as we do for traveling home for Christmas, why nobody would get across it. Um, apparently everybody is stuck everywhere still, and that is miserable. It wasn't that long ago, I think Thanksgiving, where I had to spend the night on a mat at uh, the Minneapolis-St. Paul Airport. So I know exactly what it's like, so hang in there. Hopefully we'll get this up and running. I have a theory, by the way, uh, about all of this, and that is the, the customer service crisis is my theory. And it's not just airlines. I think part of that is the the forerunner of the digital age. You can't talk to anybody when you're trying to get customer service anymore. You get a prompt. You get a recording. You don't talk to a human, no matter what business, whether it's retail, wholesale, you name it. Uh, There are no humans left. They're all getting PPI payments. (laughs) They're all getting supplemental unemployment insurance. They're all getting expanded subsidies under the Inflation Reduction Act for Obamacare subsidies. Why work? And in fact, there's a new study out about why working, why work doesn't pay anymore, and that's why we can't get good customer service. Uh, it really is a crisis in American business right now. It's horrible. It's the worst I've ever seen it. And I'm no spring chicken, friends. Uh, you, you, it, you just can't get a hold of anybody. So when you combine the digital age, which really is, is morphed into less service, you combine that with the pandemic explosion of funds not to work. I mean, think about this. We had five COVID relief bills signed starting in 2020 worth, depending on your source, anywhere from 4 to $5 trillion. Supplemental unemployment insurance, massively expansion of health insurance vis-a-vis the ACA, Obamacare. Then you had PPI payments. Then you had all those sorts of things. And all of a sudden, what did business do? They massively cut back. They thought, well, we're going to use this time to root out some of the of the fat. And boy, did they ever. There's nobody left. Now you come out of this pandemic, the worst handled public health challenge in the history of the United States of America for a myriad of reasons. You come out of the pandemic and you've got nobody willing to work. Uh, it's actually a, a, an acute crisis in America right now. If you take a look at this study from the Committee to Unleash Prosperity, you would have to make upwards of $98,000 in my home state of Minnesota in order to get a job. I, I kid you not. In 24 states, when you add up unemployment benefits from COVID, the pandemic benefits, and the ACA subsidies, those the, the Obamacare massive subsidies, because the program was always destined to fail under the concept known as a death spiral. Well, what basically what happened with Obamacare, and I, we, this is why we tried to repeal it when I was in, in the House of Representatives, and were it not for a couple of senators, you've heard this story before, we would have repealed Obamacare. But when you take a look at an insurance exchange that says we're going to charge the same price to people who stay in shape as people who are sick, the prices go up, and pretty soon the only people in the exchanges are whom? The sick. And that's the Obamacare death spiral in a nutshell. And because that was destined to happen, as some of us predicted, why you've got the need for massive subsidies to keep this thing going. And that's what the American Rescue Act by the Biden administration did. That's what the Inflation Reduction Act did. And now, believe it or not, for a family of four, if both parents are not working, according to the Committee to Unleash Prosperity, both parents not working, When you add up the supplemental unemployment benefits and the ACA subsidies, they are the annualized equivalent 
of over the national median household income. The highest benefit states for not working, you know, you take a look at all these subsidies. We're not talking just about this stuff. We're talking about food stamps. We're talking about Medicaid, which blew up during Obamacare. It was handled by this omnibus bill recently here. But nevertheless, Minnesota, $98,915. New Jersey, $108,000. Massachusetts, $117,000. Washington, $122,000 is the earned income equivalent of the subsidies received for not working. So why would you work? Hence, business can't hire anybody. They've cut back too far. And now the airlines really become this little microcosm of this customer service crisis that we face in America right now, exacerbated by the mismanagement of COVID, exacerbated by by basically, uh, basically paying people not to work. And that's where we are. And business is more than happy to go along with a lot of this, unfortunately, because they get to really cut their service to the bone while still pleasing their their masters on Wall Street and the private equity crowd saying, oh, we like your next quarter bottom line. That's really good. Keep it up. I, it's it's actually a real, real problem. 1-800-282-2882, the contact line. Clay and Buck taking a few days off. As I say, I uh, I am the talk show host, formerly known as Congressman Jason Lewis, longtime talk show host before I uh, ran for the House and won. And in one term, one term, we did more during those first two years of the Trump administration than the Democrats have done since 2018 when they took over the House. Now you've got Republicans taking over the House, and given what the Senate has been up to, boy, are people scrutinizing the GOP, as well they should. As well they should. The angst from that Senate omnibus vote last week is still rippling through Republican quarters, and there is a real chasm in the GOP right now. Um, and I want to tell you, it's it's well-deserved, at least on the Senate side. You know, when I was in the House, the Senate was the place where all good things went to die. Nothing much has changed. It's not just the omnibus bill, friends, the $1.7 trillion boondoggle, including earmarks that Mitch McConnell and company, 18 GOP senators, basically bailed the Democrats out. And in an era of double-digit inflation, and it is double-digit if we calculated it the same way we did during the Carter years, in an era of that, why are we spending $1.7 trillion when if you wait a couple of weeks, the House Budget Committee, upon which I served, could have fashioned a reconciliation bill for the rest of the year cutting spending. The senators didn't want to do that. The Republican senators. With friends like this, who needs Democrats? A $1.7 trillion boondoggle, including earmarks, passed essentially by Republicans because the Democrats couldn't have done it alone. But here's why people are so upset, my friends. They're so upset because this wasn't the first time the Senate has thrown conservatives under the bus. I mentioned when John McCain and Lisa Murkowski killed the Obamacare repeal in 2017 when I was in the House. We would have got it to conference committee, at least the skinny repeal, and we could have done something. As it stands, they killed it, and now Obamacare is still here getting subsidies, as I mentioned. Massive subsidies. But it wasn't just that. It wasn't just the omnibus bill. It was five COVID relief bills. It was the semiconductor welfare bill for $76 billion. It was the Inflation Reduction Act, where they got, <laughs> they got a, a really bad deal from Manchin. 
It was the infrastructure bill. That was a trillion dollars. Inflation Reduction Act, $740 billion. That massively expanded the, uh, the Obamacare subsidies. The five COVID relief bills, as I mentioned, semiconductor, now the omnibus. Gee, I can't figure out why Republicans, why the grassroots are upset with the U.S. Senate and Mitch McConnell. It's a mystery, my friends. 1-800-282-2882. I am Jason Lewis, in for Clay and Buck. Today and tomorrow, we'll come back, get to some calls, to uh, cover a few other things, so stick around. Don't go anywhere. You're on the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833 833- 995-G-O-L-D. Today, more than ever, we're all looking for ways to save, especially on medical bills. But where do you start? Unless you're a medical bill expert, finding savings can seem impossible. And who has the time? HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your family's insurance and reviews your medical claims as they come in from your healthcare providers. Then HealthLock's technology flags and alerts you to any errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and frauds to help you and your family save. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from selected past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save more than $130 million. Saving on medical bills starts with knowing where to look, and HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden medical bill errors. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. That's HealthLock.com. The number one fantasy sports app in America is Prize Picks. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Five million members already active on Prize Picks. If you've not yet downloaded Prize Picks, do it today. Unlike other apps on Prize Picks, it's just you against the number. It's about the players and not the teams. You look for the sports you know best and that you follow the most. Then you make a single decision on each player projection, more or less, every time you play. You pick two to six players and make that one decision. You can win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four picks. More player action on prize picks now than ever, and it's the best way to get action on sports in more than 30 states now. Prize picks also gives you injury insurance so your picks stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Download the free prize picks app and open your account. Use my name, Clay, for a first deposit match. Up to $100. Download the Prize Picks app. Use promo code CLAY, that's C L A Y, to get set up and get a deposit match up to $100. Pick more, 
pick less. It's that easy. And welcome once again to the Clay and Buck Show. I am the talk show host formerly known as Congressman Jason Lewis, sitting in for the dynamic duo. They're getting some well-deserved, uh, well-deserved respite from the daily duties. They'll be back next week. It's always a pleasure to be here, though. I got to say, I've been here before, and it's always nice because, you know, I mean, you may not think it's nice. You talk into a mic and it doesn't answer back, but that's just like talking to Biden. I mean, it's the same sort of thing. You get it out of your system and you can go where you want to go with it. Always nice to talk with you, though, uh, across America on the Clay and Buck Show. The contact line has always 1-800-282-2882. You know, I, I was thinking about about the craziness of what's going on and it almost does become too much to handle at times um you know we've we've got and i'll get to this a little later and this is why people are so frustrated with the republicans in the senate but we've got inflation and yet we go on a spending omnibus binge we've got a border crisis a veritable invasion and yet we're bogged down in a war in ukraine worrying about their borders um, we've got, <laughs> I mean, we, you think about all of the things we're doing. We've got a crime wave coming out of the Minneapolis riots of 2020, of which I was campaigning for the U.S. Senate. And yet, uh, George Soros is still funneling money to his dark money network of nonprofits trying to defund the police. In fact, there was a story the other day here. Where was this? Uh, George Soros's Open Society Foundation dropped at least $35 million into anti-police groups, according to uh, Fox News. I mean, this, he's just one. Arabella Advisors, the nonprofit community, is so fundamentally corrupt. I mean, remember, I don't have to tell you about the, the Center for Technology and Civic Life. That was Facebook's plan to increase voter turnout, and it became just a front group for increasing Democrat voter turnout. These 501c3s are supposed to be nonpartisan. They abuse their charter each and every day. And we need we need attorneys general, we need secretaries of state, we need uh, um, the Department of Justice to actually look into the scam that is the nonprofit community in many areas, not all, but many, uh, where they are basically acting as conduits for dark liberal money. But you've got all those things going on, and people go, "How did we get here? How on earth did we arrive at a at a place where you've got?" The FBI and the CIA, the national security state, colluding with a common carrier known as social media. And they are a common carrier, not unlike the railroads at the turn of the century or the turn of the 19th century. Not unlike utility companies, which get special privileges for government in exchange for taking on all comers. Except social media wasn't taking on all comers. They were censoring at the behest of government, which made them state actors, which means it's a violation of the First Amendment and election interference. How did we get to the point where the Twitter files are proving without a doubt there was a censorship campaign? Not just on Hunter's laptop, but on the Russian collusion scandal. On COVID, we find out the misinformation on COVID was coming from was coming from government actors and state actors working on their at their behest. Well, as I mentioned earlier, the cold reality of it all is it started with climate change. I, what? What are you talking about? No, it started with climate change. That was the first moment, at least in the modern era. Where the left, the Democrat media complex, as I call them in my new book, Party Animal, The Truth About President Trump, Power Politics, and the Partisan Press, 
run out and get it. Party animals. Great read. My experience in Congress and on the campaign trail and in radio for 25 years. Um, when they realized, as the L.A. Times did in 2013, that they could ban opposing views. When Chuck Todd realized on the pseudo-news program, Meet the Press, that he could ban opposing views. When did they realize this? On climate change. In 2013, the L.A. Times says, we will no longer print letters that don't agree with global warming. Chuck Todd followed suit on Meet the Press when the wretched host, the partisan hack, said, I'm not going to put people who don't believe in global warming on the program. You see, what the social media echo chambers did was amplify the censorship. Uh, It started with the mainstream press. And frankly, much of it started with, as I mentioned, climate change. Even though we only have temperature records going back to the late 19th century, uh, even though they, in some cases, they put these urban heat island effect sensors, NOAA has, that have caused all sorts of problems getting an accurate reading. There is no debate here. We are not going to let you debate. We know the truth, and the truth is you're going to call it global warming whether you like it or not, and that includes the cyclone bomb of 20 degree below weather and massive snowfall from, you know, Buffalo to Kansas City or wherever. That's now global warming too. Friends, it's never going to end until we start standing up and saying, yeah, nice try, but you're not going to censor me. That's going to be the reckoning. I'm Jason Lewis, back with more. Yes, yes, and it is great to be back here talking with all of you at 1-800-282-2882. Before we get to the calls, I do want to follow up on this climate issue. And I go over it, by the way, in my book, Party Animal, as well as jasonlewis.substack.com, so check those out. But when was the first time you heard the term denier? Denier. You were a climate denier. This is when the left started flirting with fascism and censorship. Now it expanded beyond all proportion with the Twitter files and all the rest. But this is how things start. You're a climate denier. Then you're an election denier. Then you're a vax denier. Then you're anything they can say to make you self-censor. People always ask me, well, Jason, you were on radio. You were a pundit. Then you were in Congress. You ran for the Senate. Um, you know, you, what, what, what? What's the answer? The answer is not a one-size-fits-all magic wand. The answer is for every American to stand up and say, I won't be censored. I'm not going to censor myself, and you're full of it when it comes to climate change. Now, I'm not saying CO2 hasn't increased. It has. What I'm saying is there is no cataclysmic disaster in front of us. The cyclone bomb is normal winter weather. Physicist Steve Coonan who is a Caltech professor and scientist in the Obama Energy Department, has a great book called Unsettled. He not only points out that cold weather is much more dangerous than hot, but that ice sheets have been melting and sea levels have been rising since the end of the last ice age, and they haven't accelerated, according to Dr. Coonan, in recent years. Temperatures may fluctuate. La Nina may cause this or that. But here's the deal. If you go back to the ice age of the 1970s, when I was in college, and it was frigid, this cyclone bomb was was all winter long. Well, you had scientists all over the media 
promoting that there's no doubt there is a consensus in the scientific community that this will continue. Scientists and computers at NOAA are confidently predicting the low temperature records will continue. Kunin points that out, as do others. Popular Technologies had an article in 2013 where there were hundreds of sources where the media promoted global cooling alarmism. This is as recently as a few decades ago. They hype signs of the coming apocalypse. And quote, man-made pollution being blamed as the cause. Environmental extremists called for everything from outlawing the internal combustion engine to communist-style population controls, writes Popular Technologies. Well... That's odd, because those are the same remedies for global warming as global cooling. You start to get the feeling that there's an ulterior motive here. Stand up to it, friends. That's the only answer in the long haul. To the phones we go on Clay and Buck, Carol in Springfield, Mass. You are first up with former Congressman Jason Lewis. Hi. Hi. I'd like to make a comment about what's happening at the airports. I believe I'm an independent, number one, and I believe if Donald Trump was still president, he'd have the National Guard out there. He wouldn't be sitting on his hands like all these other politicians want to blame Southwest, want to blame this one. Some of them, let's get together. Let's make a solution. Let's get these people moving on their vacations. They're not like Joe Biden. He can Going to the Virgin Islands or wherever he's going, yeah. Well, look, I mean, I served on the transportation department in the House, and we had a bill under Chairman Schumer at the time. Um, or no, it wasn't Schumer. It was Schuster, excuse me. And, and, um, we were going to revamp the, uh, the air traffic controllers, try to get more resources and more reform in there. We were going to look at some of the fees. Actually, I think a lot of the problem started when they, when they unbundled luggage with the ticket. Remember in the old days, you used to be able to buy an airline ticket and your bags were included. But because of the tax on tickets, the airlines unbundled fees for bags. So there was no tax. And once they did that, everybody's hauling their hope chest on the airline. It takes you an hour to get on the plane, an hour to get off. That was a direct result of tax policy. So there's, as usual, um, you know, politicians like Pete Buttigieg are responsible for a lot of this. Uh, but it's also something that happened during the pandemic, too, I do believe. Their business overdid the cutbacks. Absolutely. Everybody overdid the pandemic. What you they needed right. to do was do something. Stop sitting on your hands. Stop blaming everybody and everything. Whenever isn't it funny? Oh, you know, speaking Trump, of that, Trump, Trump. And speaking no. of that, and Trump, Carol, isn't it funny how now the Biden administration and uh, Ezekiel Emanuel are wringing their hands? All the people that gave us the misinformation on COVID are wringing their hands over the explosion of COVID in China and actually considering some sort of travel restriction from China. Remember when Trump first put the travel ban on China? What the media said? It was xenophobic. It's not the Chinese virus. But now they appear to be following suit. So you're quite right about all of that. Carol, thanks so much for checking in. Let's go to Marcus, Iowa, the Hawkeye State. Tim, thanks for your patience. You're up next. Yes, Mr. Congressman. Uh, my call's got to do with uh, McConnell's $1.7 trillion spending spree. Yes. Put into perspective what a trillion dollars is one trillion for an example if you had dollar bills tied end to end and you had a a u.s aircraft that could fly mach one 
how long would it take them to run out of dollar bills trailing out the back? Wow, that's a good Four, analogy. I don't know. How long? years. How many? 14 years at the speed of sound. I don't, look, we are flirting with the financial abyss in America. We've got a $31 trillion debt. If interest rates go anywhere near their post-World War II level, the 10-year Treasury post-World War II average is about 5.5%, 5.7%. If rates go anywhere near that, uh, you will have a $1.5 trillion cost to service just the debt. In the federal budget, just exactly. the interest payments. Um, yeah, when the interest this, rates get up there high enough, it used to be when the interest rates were a bit higher than they are now, it used to be the uh, Mississippi River split the country in half. One half went to interest, the other one half went to debt. Well, it used to be we had the bond vigilantes on Wall Street when the government wasn't printing money. There's only three ways for the government to finance its obligations. One, they can tax. Two, they can borrow. Three, they can print money. Printing money is never a good idea because it's the worst tax of all, inflation. But when the government borrowed excessive amounts, bondholders would naturally say, well, look, um, if inflation is going up, I'm not going to loan you money at 5%. If inflation is 6%, they would jack up interest rates, and that would sort of tame it. Right now, we're spending so much at $6 trillion a year. Think about this, Tim. When I was on the budget committee in 2019, well, actually, we did the budget for 19. In 2018, the federal budget was about $4.1 trillion. Today, it's $6.1 trillion. In a couple of years, we've added $2 trillion. And if you tried to borrow that much money, you'd have interest rates at 21%. If you tried to tax it, you'd have to double everybody's taxes, which would cause a recession. So what do they do? They have the Fed write a credit on the Treasury's checkbook, which is fiat money. And we continue to do this with omnibus bills where we monetize the debt. And we're going to have a sovereign debt crisis where there's going to be a run on the dollar. And your savings will be wiped out in a New York minute if we don't get a handle on spending. And yet, what does the Senate do after they pass the Inflation Reduction Act, the infrastructure bill, the semiconductor welfare bill, five COVID relief bills? They add on $1.7 trillion in an omnibus bill? And Mitch can't figure out why Republicans are mad at him? It's nuts. It is totally nuts. I, I was and on the budget committee as well in Congress, and we did three budgets in two years in the 115th Congress, and we balanced the budget in 10 years. We tackled mandatory spending as well as discretionary spending. We did it through budget reconciliation. There's no reason the incoming Congress in January... Couldn't have written a budget reconciliation bill for the rest of this year, then moved on for fiscal year 23 and 24. Actually could have finished up on 23 and then moved on to 24 and cut spending. So you've got to come to the conclusion that these 18 Republican senators simply didn't want the House to cut spending. It's shocking, really. But, look, they're the same ones that gave us the respect for marriage bill and all the rest. So they are... You know, the, the, the house, I'm biased here because I served in the House, but the House is not the problem, folks. We've got a, a Republican senators that are missing one vital ingredient in life. It's called a backbone. And until they get one, we're going to have these frustrations. Tim, thanks for checking in. Let's move down south to Florida where they're not worried about the cyclone bomb. I think it's Bob down there. Bob, you're on the Clay and Buck Show. 
Hi, Jason. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, yeah. it, it actually got pretty darn cold down here last week. But what I actually oh, want to say, my hope for the new year <laughs> is that the new House Republicans will please impeach Biden administration over and over and over, just like they did to Trump. Maybe that way the, the news media will pay attention. Well, it's not just a matter of the news media. It's also a matter of the only way to defeat these zealots is to fight fire with fire. And this is something that Republicans are loath to do. We're going to rise above. And then after they get the tar beat out of them, they realize, where did we go wrong? Republican consultants on campaigns, and I can tell you this from firsthand experience, will tell you, oh, no, 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 don't punch down. Don't do that. Just rise above. Meanwhile, Democrats are kicking you in the shins. Um, you can't unilaterally disarm. Yeah, well, you know, at least uh, our great governor down here put rules in so that we can have honest elections. You know, if you look at the last election in Florida, we came out great. They even fixed the, the two communist Democrat counties that were over there screwing us all the time. You know, we had a great election last time. But the rest of the country, you know, when you guys are talking about separation, I would totally go along with that. Let the South rise again. Well, let me tell you something, the, the, the philosophical difference between Democrats and Republicans in Washington, and it's, it's actually quite, quite alar- not alarming, I guess, but quite profound when you think about it. When Democrats get power, they go on a lawless spree. You know, they unilaterally give amnesty to dreamers until a court calls them out on it. Unilaterally forgive student loans, even though hardworking taxpayers have to pay them off, even though, even though it's unconstitutional. They even hire their friends in the Department of Justice to try to spy on their opposing campaigns. They use power ruthlessly because they look to change the country. The party of George Soros, the anarchist revolutionaries, are looking to change the country, not win the next election. That's why Biden will not let up in the last two years. Democrats never let up. Republicans, when they get power, immediately call Frank Luntz, and look to the next election. They look at the polls. And when they see a poll that's down, they get scared. And I'll give you a quick example before I break here. And that's Obamacare. In 2010, the Democrats knew they were going to lose the House by passing Obamacare. They did it anyway. Guess what? They eventually got the House back. Oh, and Obamacare is still with us. That is the difference. You're on the Clay and Buck Show. Stick around, gang. I'll be back with more right after this. You know, Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Today, more than ever, we're all looking for ways to save, especially on medical bills. But where do you start? 
Unless you're a medical bill expert, finding savings can seem impossible. And who has the time? HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your family's insurance and reviews your medical claims as they come in from your healthcare providers. Then HealthLock's technology flags and alerts you to any errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and frauds to help you and your family save. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from selected past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save more than $130 million. Saving on medical bills starts with knowing where to look, and HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden medical bill errors. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. That's HealthLock.com. If you've got a military, first responder, emergency medical, or government service background, GovX.com is for you. You stepped up to serve our country and communities, and GovX delivers unbeatable deals that you've earned. GovX.com is the only site built exclusively to honor your service. Members save on epic brands and the gear they need for their on- and off-duty lives. You'll get incredible savings on tickets to live sports events, theme parks, and other entertainment. You can even save on travel, hotels, rental cars, cruises, and more. GovX donates a portion of every order to nonprofits that serve the military and first responder communities. Your orders make a meaningful impact. You can become a member in seconds. Signing up is fast and free. See if you qualify. Visit GovX.com. That's G-O-V-X.com. Use code CLAY in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX. That's GovX. Code CLAY. G-O-V-X-C-L-A-Y savings for those who serve. Bob says fight fire with fire, and frankly, I, I couldn't agree more. And it's going to have to take some different sort of thinking in the in the, uh, in the the bowels of the Republican consultancy class, which heretofore has been immersed in polls and raising money. But I will tell you, again, from firsthand experience, there it's, it's going to be a, a losing proposition if you think you can outrace George Soros or the outside billion dollars in dark money that funneled into campaigns like my Senate campaign in Minnesota. We were down one point in October in Minnesota. <clears throat> I felt like Blake Masters, though. I got no help from the Senate Leadership Fund. I couldn't figure that out. But we were down one point, but we were just getting swamped in this outside independent expenditure. And that is a, a huge advantage Democrats have. They've got more money than, than the almighty, and yet they complain about campaign finance. It's a bit of a joke. But the, the larger point, to Bob's point, is what can you do when you have power? And the Republicans ought to keep the January 6th committee open and investigate um, oh, a whole host of things. Why Pelosi didn't bring in the guard? Why? Who was Ray Epps? Um, what? What were the cases for holding trespassers without due process? All of these things, and do what Bob says the Democrats usually do. Oh no, no, we're not going to stoop to their level. We're just going to lose. Uh, that's what needs to happen. By the way, I've got the the January sixth committee was illegitimate from the start. McCarthy had two picks, Jordan and Banks, on that committee. And Pelosi just said, we're not going to let you seat your picks. Well, guess what? If you handpick Liz Cheney or Adam Kinzinger, Liz is not a ranking member. Ranking members come from the appointment from the minority leader. The whole thing was a fraud. And now they, they want criminal referrals without proving criminal intent? What was it that somebody told me a while ago that the, 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 the idiot-in-chief, Keith Olbermann, 
said once the court ruled on something last summer that it's time to dissolve the Supreme Court. Dissolve the Supreme Court. Now, maybe he had in mind you dissolve it quicker than his own career. I don't know which is faster. But why is that not insurrection? If we're going to criminalize speech, Donald Trump's view on the elections or whomever, why stop there? You see where this goes. And that's the only lesson these people will learn. That's the only reason we got rid of the independent counsel statute is when it was turned on Clinton. Then Democrats said, well, maybe it's not good to have all these independent counsels. So now we're stuck with special counsels, which have a little less power than independent counsels. But nevertheless, that's the only lesson they learn. So I think Bob was was onto something there. By the way, if you want to see that newsletter I just sent out this morning, I believe, on the J6 committee, go to jasonlewis.substack.com. Right now, Vince in Fort Pierce, Florida. Thanks for your patience. You're up next. Yeah, good morning, Congressman. Um, I wanted to talk about the dark money and all these uh, elections. And I really, you know, there's so much money being spent, trillions, and there's so little accounting. Even this omnibus bill, whatever, they don't even know what's in it. But here's my theory. If you look at Georgia, for example, just two people for this election, Democrat Party, some 300 plus million dollars. Now, this guy, Bankman Freed, supposedly gave $40 million over several years. And then you take George Soros, I think he gave some $60 million. That doesn't even cover Stacey Abrams. And then where is that money coming from? And then you throw in Beto. There's another hundred some odd million. I'll well, tell you what, I'm up against the clock. I'm up against it's a great it's a great point. We'll take it up next hour before we get to Devin Nunez. All coming up in the second hour of the Clay and Buck show. It actually it really is a good point. You can't win the money game with these Democrats. Uh, that's coming up next. Don't go away. On the front lines of truth. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.